Today's episode of Office Hours is sponsored by Holding Hangers. Ladies, when I lived in Virginia, I had a dream closet, a large walk-in all to myself. Space was never an issue, and I could keep all of my clothes in there year-round. My Minnesota closet is a very different story. I share a small, narrow walk-in with my husband, and even with switching out seasonal items, space is at a premium. One of the things I love most about holding hangers is how slim they are. Because holding hangers hold onto your items from the inside, there are no bulky clips taking up space and getting tangled together. Holding hangers give you twice the space on the rail as traditional pant and skirt hangers. I know lots of you have already switched over your regular hangers for slimline versions and love the extra space. Holding hangers will do the same for your bottoms and shoulderless items. You'll be amazed at how nice your closet looks and how much extra space you have. Just one more reason to love holding hangers. Everyday Style listeners can take 15% off of their first purchase by going to holdinghangers.com and using code STYLE15. That's STYLE15 in all caps, or you can just visit today's show notes for the link. Welcome back to Office Hours, the weekly show of the Everyday Style School podcast, where we answer just one question submitted by you, our fabulous listeners, to help make style easier and getting dressed more fun. Today's question was emailed in by Michelle, who asked, with more stores closing all the time, I feel like I don't have options besides online shopping, but I never have good luck. Nothing fits right or looks like it does on the website. Do you have any tips for making online shopping easier? Indeed I do, Michelle, and thank you for asking. Before we get to them, though, I want to say that online shopping is here to stay. You're right, more and more brick-and-mortar stores are closing, and retailers are focused on their online operations. Specialty sizes like Petites, Plus, Tall have largely been moved online, and I can't tell you how many times I heard when shopping with a client, even if she was a size 8 or 10 or 12, we don't have it in store, but I'd be happy to order it for you. Stores are carrying less and less inventory because keeping it centralized means more accuracy in buying, which is better for the retailer's bottom line. So this is something that's not going to change. However, if you feel you're alone in your frustration, you're not. A study that was sent to me a couple of months ago said that 32% of women prefer shopping online, which means that 68% don't prefer shopping online. I hear weekly from women who are frustrated with online shopping, and another study I found said that almost 50% of all Cyber Monday clothing purchases get returned, which is a little higher than the, the numbers that I usually see, which say online returns for clothing, the rate is about 40 to 45%. That is a big number, but that's just what gets returned. I think if we looked at how many online purchases we settle for, because returning them is such a hassle... I think the percentage of how many online clothing purchases are truly successful would go way down. So Michelle, you are not alone and uh, we're going to get you some help to make it a little bit more successful. All right. So with that in mind, what can we all do to be better online shoppers? Here is my advice. First, shop retailers and brands you know and trust. If you know you do well in Banana Republic pants or halogen blouses usually fit you well, go to those resources first. This doesn't mean that your go-to styles have to be narrow and repetitive, but every woman has brands that work better for her. Start there. Don't stay limited to just the few styles you know work, but at least start with the brand. 
Second, know your body and what works best for you. You should know the necklines that work for you and those that don't. You should know roughly how long you like your tops to be. You should know what to look for in pants to know if they have a chance of being successful for you. I often say that my advice is meant to keep you from taking a hundred things into a fitting room to find the five that work, it's the same thing online. When you can look at an item's color, shape, fabric, length, et cetera, et cetera, and know if those components work for you, you're going to be much more successful. You should be reading clothing descriptions like food labels to see what the item is made up of. There is so much information in those descriptions, but if you don't know how it applies to you, it's pretty meaningless. This is also why it's important to know clothing vocabulary and fabrics so that you know what you're looking for and what will work for you. Next, and this is my best tip, read reviews like a detective. Reviews are online shopping gold, but you've got to dig a little bit deeper to use them well. Again, this goes back to knowing what works for your body and your style, and you should be reading reviews with that in mind. Don't discount something just because people rated it poorly. Find out why. Yes, if everyone is saying the same thing, that the color was off, the quality was poor, whatever, chances are you can believe that. However, when women are describing how something fit, look for clues to see what it means for you. Let me give you an example. I just pulled up a trench coat from Loft and the reviews are mixed. Some people have given it five stars and some have given it three. I want to read you one of the three-star reviews. This is for the modern trench coat, which I will link to in the show notes. Here's the review. I fell in love with it at first sight. I purchased both the extra large, then the large, and they are both too big. The large fits in the front, but there is way too much room in the back. Extra fabric just sits above your backside. So disappointing, two exclamation points, returning both. If you think back to a couple of episodes ago when I said you can't fix a silhouette issue with size, that's what's happening here. I guessed before I even read her body type description that this is a very straight cut coat that is catching on her backside and causing extra fabric to fold over her rear end instead of drape like it's supposed to. Sure enough, she listed her body type as curvy. That's exactly what I thought I would find. There is no size of this jacket that would be right because the silhouette is wrong. Another reviewer called the coat boxy and described her body as smaller on top than on the bottom. I can see why this coat wouldn't work for her either. This is not a bad jacket. It's just the wrong shape for these ladies. But what I learned from these reviews is that this is probably a darn good coat for me who prefers less structure and yes, even a boxier silhouette. Based on all the reviews, which all say to size down, I'll size down because that was consensus across the board. This is probably going to end up to be a pretty great coat for me from a fit and flattery perspective. But if I didn't know what to look for in the reviews, I might have passed on it. I also want to encourage you to be a good online citizen and leave reviews too. Because you're listening to this podcast, you have knowledge that can help other women. And educated reviews that go beyond, it looked bad, are so helpful. Tell people why. Tell people that you have narrow shoulders or you have an undefined waist. If something worked really well for you or didn't, give people that information that can make online shopping easier for everyone. Finally, and I know that you don't want this advice, but it is true. 
Shop online anticipating the returns. When I shop with clients, we often try on more than one size of an item, even when they thought they knew their size, even when it was from a brand they know well and wear a lot. Online shopping is a fact and it's here to stay. The other fact is that sizing, even within the same brand, can be wildly inconsistent. This is a topic we can tackle another day, and you can write your congressperson about it if you want, but I guess I'm just resigned that it is what it is for now, and we just have to work around it. I had a client the other day who does a lot of online shopping, and she said that every time she puts in an order, she puts in a big order, knowing most of it will go back. She tries different colors and styles and sizes, and she usually ends up successful. To compare it to shopping in stores, most women take more than one thing into a fitting room. We do take different styles, we take different colors, we take different sizes, and then we buy what works. When it comes to online shopping, though, we buy one single thing, and then we get defeated when it's not perfect. Returns are the worst part of online shopping. I get that. So I recommend shopping from stores with a great, even free, return policy or buying enough that you're not paying return shipping fees for one item. And maybe we just need to look at it like the cost of doing business. I'm hoping more retailers will jump on board with free returns as online shopping becomes more of a necessity for everyone. And uh, we will just see if that happens. It is a hope of mine. The last thing I want to say about online shopping is this. Normally, I tell women to shop with a plan, and that is somewhat true here as well. But my biggest issue with online shopping is that it discourages us from trying new things, which is really sad to me. I always say it costs nothing to try it on, and I encourage women to try things that are kind of out of their wheelhouse, that get them out of their style rut. But, you know, it costs nothing to try it on isn't necessarily true when we're online shopping. But instead of buying a tea you don't need to get you to that free shipping mark, put something in your cart that grabs your eye but is outside of your comfort zone. Or place an order of things you're just trying for fun. Again, from a place with free returns is probably best. But don't let online shopping force you into a boring style rut. I'd like to thank Michelle for asking a question that so many women struggle with. I hope today's show helps make online shopping a little bit more successful for you. If you are listening and you've got a question you'd like me to cover in office hours, email it to podcast at youreverydaystyle.com. Also head over to the show notes at youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast for links and resources from today's episode. Once again, I'd like to thank Holding Hangers for sponsoring the episode. And don't forget to visit holdinghangers.com and use code STYLE15, all caps, to take 15% off of your first purchase. That's it for today. I will see you next week. 